Well, I bet there's going to be a lot of soda drinking, even some beer drinking in Oakland this Sunday night. In fact, in uh, homes across the country, as the Cleveland Cavaliers, led by some amazing playing last night by LeBron James, come back from a three-game deficit to move on to Game 7 against the Oakland, the Golden State Warriors this Sunday night. Quite a game, quite a showdown, and Scott Soshnick is here our sports reporter at large, to put this in context for us. I guess, Scott, starting with what this means for the for the Cavaliers franchise, if they pull this off, quite apart from the drama for anybody who's been watching these games, this has been amazing. Well, this goes back to when LeBron left Cleveland. He left because he didn't feel he could win there. So he went to Miami. He got his two titles. Then he said he wanted to go back home to fulfill that destiny and win a championship for the city that has been struggling didn't look good. Down 3-1. Steph was playing well. The, the Warriors were playing well. Yeah, everybody's playing. It didn't look so good for the for the Cavs. Here they are, though. They've done what they had to do. 3-3. And if you're LeBron James, you have to like your chances in a one-game you know one game lottery? Sure. Why not? All right, Scott. They're going to be playing Sunday, as Kathleen mentioned, at the Oracle Arena. And what's your call on this game? Are the Cavaliers uh, going to take it, or will the Golden State Warriors and Steph Curry take it? Why do you put me in these positions? Because that's what God. you get paid for. Well, to think of a team that hadn't lost many games at all this year, record-breaking season for the Warriors, they did lose Andrew Bogut. Let's not minimize. They're not at full strength. But back on the home floor, comfort, sleep in your own bed, all the things that a home crowd gives— It'd be hard for me to fathom that team losing three games in a row, even though they don't look, they looked a little wobbly in the last two. If they're ever going to regain their footing, there you go back on your home floor. You got to give a slight edge to the, to, the, uh, to the Warriors simply because they're back in those familiar territories. So give them a slight edge. But again, LeBron on fire the last couple of games. Yeah. And granted, Draymond Green was out the game before last, but even with. Even with Draymond Green back. And I know he was on his home court. Yeah, it's, I mean, this is what you were set up for going into this playoffs. Everybody wanted to see the record-setting team against arguably the best player in the league in LeBron, or is it Steph? LeBron has, he, he helped craft this team. He wanted Kevin Love, he wanted Kyrie Irving. This is the team he wanted. He, no matter what he says, he helped to pick these players. He could never have foreseen, as nobody in the NBA did, not only the Warriors, but the rise of Steph Curry. Everything has become about Steph. All those LeBron jerseys you saw a few years ago, New York City, you walk around, maybe I'll see a Porzingis or a Carmelo Anthony, maybe. All I see is Steph Curry. All the kids know is Warriors and Steph, and the kids are, he's changed the game. They're taking three-point shots from 25 feet away, revolutionized the game. He's selling more jerseys than anybody else. He's a great billboard for the league. He's going to be a great international spokesman, as LeBron was. Now we see if he can add back-to-back champion to it, because LeBron needs that in Cleveland. Can I get your assessment of the first quarter? Because the Cavaliers, right? I mean, they just— Blitzkrieg. Blitzkrieg. There's my assessment. Blitzkrieg. (laughs) Right? I mean, what happened? Golden State scoring in the first quarter, I believe, was the fewest first quarter points that the team has scored— in a finals game in the shot clock era. Yeah, now this is going to sound really simplistic and and maybe even a bit dumb, but I'm going to do it anyway. More than any other team, 
You know what it boils down to for the Warriors? And, of course, it's the basis upon which the entire game is, is, is laid. They need to make their shots. You can't guard the shots. You can make them try, and you've seen a little holding, and it's been a little more difficult for Steph to get open around those screens. But these guys throughout the season, they've won because Klay Thompson and Steph Curry, even with a seven-footer in their face from 32 feet away, make the shots. So if they have one of those games where those two guys make their shots, which more often than not they do, they're going to win. If Cleveland wins, you know, you just had a, a, a scoop on a 15% stake in the Cavs. What yeah. does it mean for the value of their franchise? What does it mean for the city of Cleveland? Well, they can. what does it mean? They can stop talking about Ernest Biner and well, woe is us, the fumble, all the bad the, things that happened. Even the bottom happen. line, man. Come on, the money. Yeah, well, the well, I don't think it means anything for the valuation of the franchise because all of the pillars that drive valuation, your national revenues, your... This, this is a marquee team with arguably, again, the best player in the world. They're high profile. They make tons of national TV appearances. The most you can. They have an international following. They have superstar players. They sell out. Their marketing is great. Their sponsorship is great because of all those things. Can they get a little halo bump off a championship? Sort of a little 5-10% kicker on their sponsors or tickets? Sure. Yeah, he could probably wring a few extra pennies out, out of his customers. But when you're talking about billion and a half, $2 billion franchises, you're talking pennies on the dollar. All right. We're going to be looking, of course, on uh, Sunday, Game 7, Sunday, Oracle Arena, 8 p.m. Eastern time on uh, ABC. Thank you very much, uh, Scott Soshnick, Bloomberg sports reporter at large. You're listening to Taking Stock on Bloomberg Radio.